Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Welcome to the new and improved Relationship Doctor podcast. I'm Dr. Rachel Vanderbilt, and I'm providing advice backed by relationship science research to help make your relationships healthier and happier. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about the surprising benefits of expressing affection. Today's episode begins in a classroom. I was taking a course on interpersonal communication and well-being in which we discussed how communication in our relationships has measurable and substantial impacts on our health. That's not limited to our relationship's health. It also means physiological and mental health as well. We were looking at a particular body of research that explored how expressing affection in our relationships has statistically significant impacts on each of these areas of health. Study after study after study has consistently and impressively found support for how even minor affectionate exchanges can have actual measurable impacts on our physical and relational health. In some cases, the results are so incredible it almost defies reality. To me, it seemed almost too good to be true. How is it As one study showed, that writing a brief letter to a loved one can reduce your cholesterol. The more I looked into the topic, the more frustrated I became. How is it that this simple interpersonal behavior can have such consistent, significant impacts on our bodies? And what does that mean for our relationships? First, let's step back a bit and define what expressing affection actually means. There are three primary categories for how people express affection that researchers have identified. The first is verbally. These are the ways in which we directly express to our partner how much we love, care, and appreciate them. Verbal affection can be expressed face-to-face, over the phone, or through written means such as through text, email, or a letter. The second manner is non-verbally. These are gestures or touches that are meant to express those same sentiments of love and care towards our partner. For example, these behaviors include hugs, holding hands, or smiling. And the third type of affectionate exchange is called indirect tasks. These are overt methods for expressing love, care, and appreciation for a partner, such as through cooking or spending time together. In a study published this year, Researchers asked Americans how they specifically express affection in their relationships. The most common answers were through verbal messages, physical touching, complimenting, and listening to their partner. They also reported helping their partner complete tasks, spending time together, cooking, talking to one another, or flirting with them. This episode is brought to you by AARP. 18 years from tonight, Grant Gill will become a comedy legend when he totally kills it at his improv class's graduation performance. Knees will be slapped. Hilarity will ensue. That's why he's already keeping himself in shape and razor sharp today with wellness tips and tools from AARP to help make sure his health lives as long as he does. Because the younger you are, the more you need AARP. 
Learn more at aarp.org slash healthy living. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Okay. So now that we know how we express affection, let's talk a little bit about why we express affection. One theory about affection posits that the act of expressing affection is a biological imperative. We, as a human species, are driven to express affection to more effectively maintain our romantic relationships in an effort to facilitate the continuation of our species. In other words, we do it so we can make babies. Each person has a particular tolerance for the amount of affection they like to give and receive. Receiving too much or too little affection can have negative consequences for building a relationship. Naturally, increasing affection and communication in our relationships has measurable impacts on our relationship satisfaction, which includes everything from satisfaction with the communication we have with our partner, feelings of love and closeness with our partner, and sexual satisfaction. But the act of expressing affection has also been found to improve mental well-being, cardiovascular health, metabolic health, sleep health, and stress reactivity. One research study in particular examined how the amount of affection expressed in a person's most affectionate relationship may affect their ability to cope with and recover from a stressful event. Participants took part in several purposefully stressful rounds of difficult oral math and logic problem sets for approximately 40 minutes to elevate their heart rate and promote the release of cortisol, which is a stress hormone. Individual survey responses about the amount and types of affectionate communication in their relationship were linked to their biological recovery process after the stressful experience. Affectionate communication positively impacted people's ability to regulate their heart rate after a stressful event. It also positively impacted their stress hormone recovery process. Another study took an inventory of people's overall well-being in their mental, physical, and relational health and their perception of being deprived of affection. When we experience a lack of affectionate communication in our relationships, this study found that there are significant impacts on feelings of loneliness, depression, anxiety, physical pain, poor sleep health, and more. And these studies are just a few examples. So here are some other specific outcomes for particular affectionate exchanges. Increased instances of hugging over a two-week period can improve markers of inflammation. It can also decrease experienced symptoms after exposure to the common cold or flu. Cuddling with a romantic partner to 30 to 45 minutes can improve perceptions of relationship satisfaction. Kissing your partner more often than normal for a six-week period of time can improve your cholesterol, your relationship satisfaction, and feelings of stress. So, What should we be learning from all of this? To me, the most interesting takeaway from this entire body of research is that the benefits of affection are most prominent for the person expressing that affection. The act of showing affection to your partner or another loved one has significant and somewhat immediate health benefits. Whether you're in a romantic relationship right now or not, find ways to express affection to your loved ones, friends, and family. Take the time to share with your partner or friends what they mean to you. Maybe write them a note telling them what you love and appreciate about them. Your partner will appreciate hearing it, 
and you'll probably feel better physically and mentally for having done it. Relationship Doctor is a Quick and Dirty Tips podcast. It's audio engineered by Dan Firebend with script editing by Adam Cecil. Our operations and editorial manager is Michelle Margulis. Our assistant manager is Emily Miller. And our marketing and publicity assistant is Davina Tomlin. Follow Relationship Doctor on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have a question you'd like me to answer, you can email me at relationshipdoctor at quickanddirtytips.com. You can also leave me a message at 813-397-8165. Be sure to tell me if it's okay to use your voice on the show. That's all for this episode. Thanks for listening. I'll see you next week. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.